Matthew walks into the tatty living room, looking bleary-eyed and puffy. He glances at two empty bottles of wine and six empty packets of Monster Munch. He winces ruefully. Is this really what his life has become? Hobson, will you stop narrating me? He glances through to the kitchen to see an empty food bowl on the floor, but chooses to ignore it and instead parks his lardy cottage cheese arse in his armchair. I mean it, Hobson, squeaked Matthew pretentiously. Hobson! Cat Person by Chris Heath, starring Sue Vincent and Chris Heath. Episode one. Right, there. You've had your breakfast now. Are we happy campers again? I want fuss. Oh, I love it when you're monosyllabic. You want some fuss, do you? Yeah, now. Would it kill you to use the magic words? Magic words? Yes. Okay. If you don't start fussing me immediately, the next time you fall asleep, I'll punch your carotid artery. And those are the magic words. Oh, come on up, then. Right, under the chin first. No, no, not tickles, scratches. Okay, good. Now, hard scratches on the back of my neck. Back of my neck. Harder than that, use your fingernails. I am. Okay, that's better. More like that, please. Now along your back. All along the back. Harder there, please. That's it. Now, down me right flank. Which bit's the flank? <sighs> Along me side, near the top of me leg. Hurry up, Matthew. Scritchy, scratchy. Come on. All right, I'm trying my best. Now, move slowly back up to the croup. What? The croup. It's when me back meets me tail. Oh, all right. That's it. Yep. Harder than that, really scratch. Like that? Yes, that's it. Just a little bit. Matthew! What? That is not... My croup. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Unbelievable. I'm really sorry. I must have got distracted. You can take your hand off it any time you like. Oh, God, sorry. Jesus, Matthew. I know. This is a bit awkward, isn't it? Let's just never speak of it again. Good idea. Tell you what, though. I bet you wouldn't have got distracted like that if you were getting enough sleep. Oh, I'm not sleep deprived. I just get a bit of insomnia every night. I know, Matthew. But when you don't get enough sleep, you're not as ready to leap into action if I have a polite request that I'd like you to attend to. Hobson, what exactly are you getting at? Well, it's been a year since you first brought me home from the rescue centre. Oh, yeah. I suppose it must be. Wow. That's flown by, isn't it? Yeah. What does that noise mean? Well, first of all, you're nearly right. Things definitely started well. Meaning? It's just... I've noticed there's been a bit of a dropping off in standards. Hobson, this is beginning to sound suspiciously like some kind of performance review. No, Matthew. No, 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 no. No. I see it more as a kind of caring intervention. Born out of love. I'm worried about you, you big goof. Things are starting to slip and I worry you're not doing okay. Well, I'm very grateful, Hobson. You certainly appear to sound very concerned about me. And that's very lovely of you. But I'm feeling fine. Are you though, Matthew? Are you? I don't think you can be. Shall we start on the subject of food? Food? 
Well, I'm eating about the same as I usually do. All fine on that front. I even lost £2 this week. Yes, but you gained £11 last week. You've only lost a bit because you ate some expired chicken nuggets and got the runs. Anyway, I was talking about my food, not yours. Your food? What do you mean, your food? Hey, hey, hey. Don't feel under fire, Matthew. As I said, things started out fine. You'd feed me whenever I asked, day or night, but then... Hmm... This rigid, draconian, oppressive regime started to take over. And now you only feed me twice a day. That is the correct amount of times you should be fed. If anything, I was a bit too soft when you first arrived. You say soft, I say kind. Anyway, let's move on to the quality of food. Is this going to take long, Hobson? Why, are those chicken nuggets still reeking havoc? No, I'm just curious. So then, I've noticed, Matthew, the treats have become a little less frequent. It's cat food, biscuits and water and that's it. No extra little nibbles or dreamies or steamed chicken breast. Well, there's a cost of living crisis going on. Yes, but that's happening to you, Matthew, not to me. Why should that mean I don't get me fresh fillet of fish at the weekend? Well, I'm sorry, Hobson, but I'm afraid Salmon Saturday just got too expensive on my wages. But I will think about bringing it back once a month. Don't patronise me, austerity boy. I suppose you'll be using the same feeble excuse on the subject of entertainment. Entertainment? Yes! Squeaky mice! Catnip pouches! Little balls with tinkly bells inside. I've not seen anything like that for months. Well, the fact is, yes, money's been more tight, and I've had to be careful only to buy the essentials. The essentials, he says. The essentials. Then if I may draw the jury's attention to these three empty Amazon boxes on the table. Jury? I'll make up your mind, Hobson. Is this an appraisal, an intervention, or a court case? It's all three, Matthew. Now... For the ladies and gentlemen of the jury, would you please tell me what arrived inside each of these three packages? I don't see how this is relevant, Hobson. Please, Matthew. <sighs> All right. It was a build-your-own TARDIS kit, a holster for my air pistol, and look, do I have to do this? I'm afraid so. And a professional ocarina. And there you have it. Is there anything more pathetic than a single middle-aged man with disposable income? How dare you not spend that money on me? Well, in my defence, Hobson, it is my money. Well, I hope your money brings you comfort on those cold winter evenings as I sit shivering, hungry and uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Ah, yes, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't, you did. Apology accepted, Matthew. Now, when I first arrived here, you gave me verbal assurances that I was free to sleep anywhere I liked in the whole house. Is that correct? Well, yes, but... Is that correct? Yes. Thank you. Now, despite these assurances, every time I try to sleep in the armchair, you turf me out onto one of the other cushions that you know I don't like quite as much. Hobson, you have two fluffy cat beds, three fluffy blankets, an extra-large fluffy cushion, and a fleecy radiator hammock. I only have one place to sit, and that's the armchair. My armchair. Well... I guess it looks like there are certain seats that just aren't welcome for the likes of me. Hobson, if you compare yourself to Rosa Parks one more time, I will lose my shit. That'll be the chicken nuggets again. Hobson! Yes? Is this caring intervention born out of love nearly over yet? I'm just drawing attention to a few areas that could be improved upon. After all, I don't think anyone wants there to be the looming shadow of industrial action. You <laughs> what? Strike? 
You're threatening to go on strike. Well, strike is an ugly word, Matthew. And how exactly is you on strike any different to what you get up to the rest of the time? Well, I'd be holding a little placard that says down with Matthew. Cute. Hey, I'm just worried about you, Matthew. You clearly need more of my attention and time. But how can I come and make a fuss of you if I'm sleepless on a lumpy cushion or fretting about being malnourished? Well, Hobson, you're right. It would be nice to feel a bit more loved. There you are, you see. And that's why I've been thinking about getting another pet. What? Yes, that's right. I was thinking maybe a couple of really energetic kittens. Or a Jack Russell. Hmm. Now then, it seems like all this talk of industrial action might be clouding some of the issues. So let's take that off the table, shall we? Good idea, Hobson. Let's stick it on the back burner. And besides... You already have my exacting standards to attend to. If you have to get an extra pet, may I suggest something less high-maintenance, like a tank of slow-moving goldfish? (laughs) Yes, nice try, Hobson, but I'm not falling for that again. Anyway, I think I've got all I can deal with in you. Now, are we done yet? Well, there's the stickiest subjects of your personal hygiene, but I suggest we gloss over that and skip straight to the final questions. Are you serious? Question number one. Oh, Jesus Christ. In your day-to-day duties, which of your many failings do you think needs the most attention? Probably my temper. Very good. I agree. And here is your second and final question. Thank God. What do you relish most about your domestic duties? Hmm. Well, I suppose if I'm honest, it's, um... Yes? It's you, Hobson, and you bloody well know it is. You're who I relish the most, you annoying twat. And that's the answer I was looking for. Well done, Matthew. If you remember that, we won't have any major problems. Pleased with yourself, aren't you, Hobson? Always, yes. Well, if you don't mind, I'm now going to watch some crap telly and eat a box of toffees. That's fine with me. And I'm going to reward myself with a sleep on your warm pillow of the belly. That's fine, Hobson. Hurry up and sit still. Okay, I'm just getting comfy. What well, do you think you could do that without scissoring my Adam's apple? I'm trying to watch the repair shop. Look, it's nearly a crying bit. Hang on, just get yourself in position. You stop swishing your tail in my face. Oh, oh, God. What? Um, nothing. What do you mean, nothing? No, honestly, it's, um, nothing. You can't do that. It's obviously something. You'll get angry if I tell you. Trust me, it'll be worse if you don't. All right. I just noticed, when you turned away from me just then... Yes? ...that you had a bit of a dirty bottom. (gasps) A dirty bottom? Yes. How dare you? I have not got a dirty bottom. See, I knew you'd react like this. I never have a dirty bottom. I am known for never having a dirty bottom. Well, I'm sorry, Hobson, but today you happen to have a bit of a dirty bottom. Nonsense! If anyone's got a dirty bottom, it's you, Matthew. Don't turn this round on me, Hobson. I haven't got a dirty bottom. Prove it. Show me. Show me your dirty bottom. Absolutely not. Aha! J'accuse. That's because you have got a dirty bottom. Hobson, I am not going to take my trousers down and bend over just so you can check to see if my bottom is dirty. And why not? Well, how would we explain it if someone walked in? Yeah, fair enough. I'll give you that. But that doesn't mean I've got a dirty bottom. Yes, Hobson, aside from the fact that your bottom is dirty. I just saw it. Look for yourself if you don't believe me. Maybe I will. Please do. Okay, then.
Matthew? Yes, Hobson? I'm going into the other room for a minute. Yes, I thought you might. Going to take care of something, are we? Yes. I'm going to sit on your laptop keyboard and then pull myself along all the kitchen worktops with my dirty bottom! Catperson starred Sue Vincent as Hobson and Chris Heath as Matthew. Music and sound design by Simon Russell and the script editor was Adam McLean.